Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. So it may or may not be over for the Ravens, but it definitely is over for the 2017 Orioles. Today on the show, we say goodbye to the 2017 Orioles as we, as we look back on the season and look at what's ahead. And maybe, just maybe, we'll even get a little bit of closure. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. It's time for Section 336. Yo, Section 336, Baltimore's best. The number one podcast, forget the rest. Matt Burton, Josh, welcome to guests. Ravens back, no nonsense defense. So tune in every week, hear the stories get told. The Super Bowl champs crushing the Steelers and Colts. It's the time of the year for the purple pain. So sit back, let this podcast tickle your brain. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zanny Burt Rode. What up, 336S? And by the Bun Lover Jar Soroka. It's been a while since we tickled some brains. Yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't used that intro in a while. Thought I'd uh, play it. Forgot about the whole crushing the Steelers line. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. yeah. That's the, you might need to update those lyrics. We're also joined by the world's worst intern. Hello. Okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be back in studio. Last week was a fiasco in here. Yes, agreed. Um, oh, my gosh. You guys <laughs> can't last for five minutes without me. It's, it was I embarrassing. Totally forgot. Last, <laughs> last week was great. We had a great show. Yeah, oh, it was short was. and sweet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I don't think it was that short. Well, it wasn't. I'll tell you what. It wasn't as long as if I'm here. We had that the technical snafu of you echoing and sitting in traffic. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm trying to be as upbeat as possible because we're about to go to some dark places on this episode. Are we? Oh, uh, we're talking about the Nealon? What? Kevin Nealon? What does Kevin Nealon have to do we, with we this? Are we talking about the protests? Because I was at the restaurant the other day, and the lady at the table next to me said, 
she doesn't get what the big deal about the protest is because it's just like when they wear pink in October to protest breast no, cancer. No, we're not going <laughs> to protest talk. breast cancer. <laughs> so that's exactly. Maybe she got protest confused with prostate, and she was trying to make some point about gender, uh, be, by you know, covering the genders equally with prostates and I breast cancer awareness. I don't sure. know. Sure. All I know is I'm protesting that breast cancer. All right. I'll I'll protest your protest. Uh, our girl uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus just diagnosed with breast cancer. <laughs> that, was, that was sad. That's friend yeah. of the show. Uh, she's <laughs> not a friend of the show. Oh, she's not. She's never been on the show. She, she she's been on the show before. Oh, oh she has been. She, she, we we played her um, Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, yeah. And her Veep or, clips. Yeah. Does that count as being on the show if we play your clips? Sure. No. She's been on our show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't think so. I'll, I'll allow it. Right, man. Whatever it takes. It's the off season. Apparently, we're now going to cover breast cancer. Yeah, we're going to uh, put this 2017 season in bed. What? What? what uh, Finally, for, for the Orioles or the Ravens? Uh, Both. <laughs> well, it's a formality at this point with the Ravens, but it's official with the with the I think Orioles. The, the Ravens still have a chance. I'll give them a little bit more time. I'm not calling them dead yet. Hey, there's been a lot of talk on, uh, and we're going to get the Orioles listeners to so just chill, you cool your jets for a minute. As we get a little bit of Ravens talk, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of talk. The most popular opinion seems to be, and I'm intri- I'm intrigued by this thought, that Joe Flacco is kind of checked out, <laughs> that Joe Flacco doesn't care, that Joe Cool is just Joe. I don't care about football. I'm just out here getting my paycheck and going well, wasn't, home wasn't to his, McDonald's. His quote after the with his M and T Ravens card, uh, his quote <laughs> after the game yesterday was, "I suck. I sucked." Right? Yeah. yeah. So I think we all agree with that. Yeah, it's just his attitude on the field when he's playing well, he's, he looks pretty cool. When he sucks, he looks apathetic, yeah. right? He looks like he doesn't care that he throws an interception. It looks like he doesn't care about anything. He just uh-huh, threw an interception, back, back, back to the bench. Right. Yeah, and so based on how he's played, and he's played. I was watching even the Colts game, and they got that. I don't know what that guy's name is. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. He was tearing it up. And and then I was watching I was watching the other game I was even watching uh, Jay Cutler and I know he didn't throw down any touchdowns at nine thirty a.m. but even he looked better than Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco besides one drive where they he led that team to the touchdown he looks like the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yes, well he, he is like the worst the, quarterback in the, the Ravens' NFL. offense is thirty. Their passing game is thirty second ranked. Their rush, running game is ninth. But overall, their offense is 31st in the league. Yeah. They are the worst. He is the worst quarterback in the league right now. And there's now. a lot of bad quarterbacks out there. Like, I would rather have right now that rookie for the Browns, uh, Kaiser or whatever is Kaiser Wil- Wilhelm or whatever his name is. <laughs> I'd rather have him. Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, than, than Joe Flacco right now. Right? It's, yes. Is, is this it for Joe Flacco? What do you think? Do you think it's all the kids? He's got a bunch of kids now. You think they're keeping him up late? He, he doesn't. He has that. Uh, well, the argument is he's making a lot of money, no yeah. matter if he plays poorly or plays awesome. Yep. Right. He's got that commercial now about how what's really important is family. He's making Why is he still doing commercials when he's making $100 million or whatever it is, too? It, well, it, not, it, when's it enough, Joe? You need to have your face on everybody's bank card? And he's, in fairness, well, A, he's like the worst actor ever. So it's, it's weird that you have right, him as being your spokesperson. The people are willing to pay him to endorse their yeah. product. And, and B, yeah, at some point. People are going to start to boycott MNT because Joe Flacco is so bad, <laughs> and they're not going to be associated and, with them. I don't know. Is it got anything to do with the fact that his receivers can't catch the ball, his offensive line can't keep the defense away, that he's just 
apathetic? Does that make you not care? If you're like, I'm going to get hit hard. I, I'm, my guys aren't going to catch it. I'm just... Or is it that? Or is it the same Joe Cool? Except Joe Cool's not cool when like, he's not playing. Well. When he's not playing well. When he's playing well, we like that he. We say, oh, he's calm back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's similar. A little bit similar. Like he's a lot worse at at, at his sport than the other guy is. But similar to <laughs> Manny Machado. Manny Machado. And, and, and that when Manny uh-huh. Machado grounds out to third and just jogs uh, to to first base, people get on him. But then when he hits a home run and jog, jogs around the bases. All like it was like it wasn't even trying. Right, that's real cool. See, I've been using the other comparison, the Chris Davis comparison of you got all the money in the world after your career best year, and now you don't you're not trying. Yeah, I mean the obvious difference between those two scenarios, which I think it's a fair comparison because they both have underperformed since signing a big contract. Uh, but the obvious kind of difference is is there a salary? There's a salary cap in football right. that prevents. And you, and that quarterback is taking up a large percentage of the salary cap, which prevents the Ravens from making additional moves. Yeah. So it's even worse in a lot of ways. Than but how Davis. much of that? How much of that Flacco money is guaranteed? A, a good portion of it, but not all of it. And um, you all, the other difference also is that Chris Davis was hurt last year. Not Chris Davis. Joe Flacco was hurt last year. So you also wonder. If that makes you question if anything, if he's going still coming on. back, yeah, if he's still not, he missed quite the, ready he missed the preseason, M- didn't practice at all. Yeah, all the pieces that surround him stink too. I don't know if the receivers stink. I know that Perry, drop. Perryman stinks. Perryman's a bust. His favorite target is Benjamin Watson. Yeah, but his favorite target was always it's always Todd Heap. I'm tired, but 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 they're Dennis all Pitta. dump off passes. It's garbage. It's 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 not even fun to watch. It's boring. It's more boring than that right. last Orioles game I went to. Well, because the, the the classic Joe Flacco offense is throw the deep ball. Right now, our offensive line cannot give him the time to throw the deep ball, so they've got a ch- game plan. They got to change to a to a quick pass, six yards, seven yards pass every time, and they're not they're not changing their game. Well, plan. that's what the offense. I mean, this is West Coast offense designed to get six yard passes, which I don't know why they run that. This has been true. It was true last year too. That he may have a big arm, but it doesn't matter how big your arm is if you throw the ball four yards every time. Right. right. Like that's Our offense is like designed for five-yard passes. And that's because the offensive line can't hold any longer. Yeah. I, listen, there's there's well, they can plenty hold. of holes. Yes, you, you, like, you can make improvements with the running back. You can make improvements with the wide receivers. You can make improvements in the offensive line. But at the end of the day, it kind of falls on the shoulder of the quarterback to, to get it done. You know who has the worst offensive line in football is as far as seconds before he gets hit? I was hearing them talking about the other day is um, the quarterback for Seattle, uh, Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. R- R- well, Wilson. But, that's, but, but he's see, a little he's, mobile. He, he's mobile. He gets out of the pocket. Joe is clearly a pocket passer, yeah. um, and it makes. And we talked a lot. Well, we we didn't talk a lot. Baltimore Ravens people talked a lot about the differences between Flacco and Kaepernick, and how Kaepernick wouldn't work here because Joe's such a pocket quarterback that it's a completely different game plan, where. It makes you wonder if Kaepernick would have done better with this offensive line than Joe's been able to do. Um, either way, it's two and two. They've they've came back. They've they've been in worse positions and made the playoffs. They got Oakland, they got to go to Oakland this week. Derek Carr is not playing this week. The Ravens must win. The offense must look decent if they're going to turn the season around. I don't have any hope. I think they're terrible. They're they're. I don't. They might not win another game. I don't have any problem. The defense played pretty good on Sunday. The problem is the defense was on the field for the entire game. 
The Steelers ran a 10-minute drive in the first ha- first quarter. Right. That, that's not very good. They, they couldn't get him off the field for 10 minutes. They, they kept Antonio Brown to 34 yards for the game. Yeah, and they meanwhile they let uh, L- 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 yeah, Bell. The, yeah, they, Bell ran 130 yards yeah, on Yeah, they ran 130. The running game was Le'Veon good. Bell. Le'Veon, Leviticus. I think the Ravens improved. The problem is I still don't know if they're much more than a nine-win team. Eight or nine win team. I would, I'll be shocked will at be, this point. If they yeah, got. I will be stunned if they're 500. And I think Harbaugh is on the hot seat regardless. And I said at the beginning of the season before preseason even started, they're they're not going to be good this year, and Harbaugh is going to be the one to blame for it. I How are we going to have 17 guys on IR? That's out of control. Now, can you really blame the head yes. coach? On when it happens injury? year after year after year, all the all half your team's hurt? What's he doing? Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's a sign of the times too. But yeah, I mean how are you supposed to win when fifteen of your guys are not there? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Are they all soft? Well, they torn are ACLs all aren't soft, right? right? And torn ACLs. I don't know if there's any way you can train for that. I think it's bad luck. Or for having, five years in a row, having a center retire when he's twenty-four or twenty-five or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I'm checked out. I'm all fantasy from here on out. Right. I mean, we lost. <laughs> what do we lose? Three guys to like end their ended their career in the off season. Yeah. That we planned on them coming back this year. Yeah. It's it's been an insane injury year for the Ravens, and I feel like we said that last year too, though. And but no, this, gave, and this this year's even worse. This is this is a lot worse. But and what is our 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 coach get a pass again because they're bad? No, I don't know. it's it's not, not just opinion. it's not just that, that we're losing. It's that we're getting embarrassed. We were embarrassed by the right. Jaguars. Yep, we were embarrassed by the, the Jaguars who yes. uh, almost lost to the Jets this week. Yeah, who I know there's parity, and so like there's not blowouts anymore. Like anyone can beat anyone any given week. But man, that right. was an embar- what, what was it, like ten yards in the first half. That was an embarrassing performance. Yes, by and, the offense. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean they put forty four points or something on yeah, us. So. True. That's the whole game, um, and then and the Steelers bad. a similar story. It's, it's different than what Billick got let go because he lost the locker room. I don't think Harbaugh has lost the locker room yet, but this is what leads that in that direction. Yeah, and 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 we'll see. Joe Flacco, his contract is, is structured in such a way that he, he should be next year, and then you can cut him after next year, which I think at this point he will be. But I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can go the whole season with this. This is really bad. And you hope maybe some injuries and he's just getting into playing I, shape. The, but, the, oh, it's really bad. Right. The pos- really bad. The, way, the only way to think of it positively is that Joe isn't fully back yet and he's getting there. The injuries have really hurt the Ravens and they haven't filled those holes. They've filled the holes, but those guys aren't up to speed yet. And you hope that by week five, week six, they pull this together. Because they do have some still have talented guys on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know how much talent's on the offensive side. Yeah. They, but they've got guys they've got some guys that have proven themselves in past years on the offense. Yeah, like Mike Wallace, Jerry like Mike Wallace, even Joe Flacco. Even Ben Watson, yeah. But Joe so, Flacco when was the last time Joe Flacco was good? He wasn't good last year. He wasn't good before he got hurt. You can blame right. it on him getting hurt all you want, Probably but he's, two he stunk before right. he got hurt. He was two, two years ago. Yeah. Right. I mean that was the last time he was great, but yeah. I think I think the fans, the Ravens fans, they're over. I can't speak for everybody. They're, we're over Flacco. We, we and are we're the, over Harbaugh. We, I'm over it. They're done. We are, we are the voices. Show the us something new. They've they've stunk for four years. Yeah. And nothing much has changed. 
And until they make Baltimore Ravens football fun again, you're going to start losing people like me who what check a, out after week four because it's garbage football. What about the argument that they won a Super Bowl with Trenton Dilfner? I, that, I, and I thought about that this week, Josh. I'm glad you brought because that up. the defense the, – the past four or five years, they keep drafting defense, defense, defense. And we've seen it with other teams. We've seen it with Denver and Peyton Manning when he was atrocious. We've seen it with Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like teams, you can build a team. Yeah, and and the, the weirdest thing too is, you know, you think back to that first Super Bowl year when they won it with garbage like Trent Dilfer, uh, but they had the best defense that the NFL had seen in years yeah. uh, as a team, as a unit. And uh, they went that, like, what, a four-week stretch where they didn't even score a touchdown? Right, just field goals. But they still won, like, on field goals. Right, yeah. See, that, I feel like that kind of scarred uh, me or us as Ravens fans to think, okay, we can have five garbage weeks and still make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Anything can happen. Well, and the whole. But, but I don't, that, I don't. I don't know. Even the what trip- am I supposed to do the whole season when it's nothing but garbage football with the hopes that maybe Dude. we can repeat the magic of 2000? You go to Costco and, and maybe yeah. something happens. And, and I'll buy my jersey after the Costco. wild card game. Right. You go to Costco <laughs> and you hope things get good in December. Even the Trent Dilfer argument is a little bit ridiculous because, yes, if you have one of the <laughs> best defenses in the history of football, you can win with Trent Dilfer. The, the, but how many times do you have one of the best defenses in foot, in the history of football? And, no. And, right? You can't count on that. And also, Trent Delfner was bad, but was he 32nd in the league bad? Was he the He, he was better than Joe Flacco is now. He was better right. than oh, Joe yeah. Flacco That's right what I now. Mean. Right now, the Ravens' offense is the worst in the league. I would take Trent Delfner off the NFL network and put him under center right now and guarantee he's better than Joe Flacco right now. Yeah. <laughs> My man Brad Maines in the chat room says, what's your prediction of uh, – of the Ravens' record this year, how well, many, they've won two games so far. I think maybe somehow they'll end up losing the, one of the games they've already won. For the, <laughs> finish at one and fifteen. That's how I feel right now. Four and twelve. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, it's. it's, it's I, I don't awful. see how we can. I guess we'll beat the Browns. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. I, I, don't, I think. I think we beat the Raiders. I think we beat the Browns. Beat the and Raiders Bengals again. We just because just EJ Manuel because is Derek uh, Carr not playing. Derek Carr's not playing. Well, that's something. I, I guess, but also Blake Bortles beat us. <laughs> That's true. Just saying. That's true. Uh, yeah, and then I look over, and I don't know. We got the Steelers again in December. If the Ravens are going to get up for anything, it'll be that. Uh, well, we're already know. mathematically eliminated. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be tough. Uh, they got to prove something next week, and then we'll see. Yeah, but I, I mean, Joe Flacco has to be average. He, right now, he's been one of the worst in, in the NFL. So, right. Well, we we will see if Joe Flacco can get back to being average. Right. Unfortunately, there's we're only unfortunately it's football. We're already a quarter of the way in this into the season. It's not baseball. And half the league is two and two right now. Right. Yeah. So we're average, just like everyone the Bills else. are in first place right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. There's some. It's always every week. There's crazy results. Yeah. Like. Panthers beating the Patriots or the Rams beating the Cowboys. It's a crazy, it's a crazy league. But we suck. Yep, just like my fantasy team. Actually, yeah. my well, fantasy team's even worse. I think they're about where the Ravens are right now. You got the Joe Flacco <laughs> of fantasy teams right now. Yeah, Thanks, right. thankfully not Joe Flacco because I'm pretty sure he's got a negative week again for uh, anyone who has him. Yeah, if you're if Joe Flacco's your quarterback, you're, you're in trouble. Even Justin Tucker was a disappointing fantasy start this week. Yeah, he missed missed uh, his first attempt, right? Yeah, but it was over 50 yards. And in my league, if you miss over 50, you don't get docked points. Uh, I see. This Ravens talk is depressing. Can we switch over to the Orioles? Something more positive. (laughs) (laughs) 
the meltdown that was the Orioles in September. Man, aye, last, aye, aye. last place in the AL East. Yeah. Do you what guys, a joke. How how upset are you guys that we finished last? How upset are you with the September? I mean, at some point in early September, we were done and buried. And then we went on to lose a lot more games. Mm-hmm. Do you guys care that once we're out of it, do you guys care that it looked like the players were kind of giving up on Buck? That's, I mean, the, the implication is when you get lose that many games, the players kind of gave up a little bit on Buck. Um, do you guys care about how the Orioles finished, that they finished so terribly? Well, in order for me to give an assessment, I would have to say that I watched some baseball games to be able to tell you if they gave up on Buck. But full disclosure, I don't think I've watched a game in the last 30 days. Uh, it's it, it it's not surprising, in my opinion. The you could see the season was going downhill in retrospect. You know, in June and July when they were they just they'd have little stretch. They win seven games in a row, and then they'd lose seven of the next ten after that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. The last month of baseball was unwatchable. Unwatchable. <laughs> I just counted. They have five wins and twenty one losses. Yeah, for from September first to October first. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad baseball. Remember, they were buyers at the at the halftime at uh, the trade mm, deadline. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, whether or not you want to do it, in Jan Duquette's eyes, he said we're buyers. Yeah. Whether or not you say uh, Hellickson and and Beckham are are buys, either way, the Orioles, the Orioles were making a move, and yeah. they got hot for uh, two weeks. Uh, at the yeah. end, at the end of all, at the in end August. of August, things things were looking okay. And then they they hit that series in Cleveland, and they just went to sleep. Yeah, they said if we can't have our pies, we're not playing. Yeah, <laughs> no moss pies. Um, I don't care how they finished, to be honest. And I know I kind of say something really stupid. If 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 I'm Adam Jones, or if I'm um another veteran like that, Chris Davis. Chris Davis. Manny Machado. Manny Machado. J.J. Hardy. J.J. Hardy. Uh, but J.J. Hardy's a little different Mark because injury. Mark Trumbo's a little bit different because he sucked all year. The At the point where I realize I'm not making the playoffs anymore, I'm not trying as hard. And frankly, if yes. you don't try as hard as a baseball player, when the whole point of playing the game is to make the playoffs, and when you could no longer achieve that goal, which is the whole point of playing the game, if you tr- if you don't try as hard – I frankly don't care. I, I agree with you. I don't care because baseball, we talk all the time about baseball is a long season. The problem is if you're getting knocked out of it, it's a long season of games that don't mean anything for you. Yeah. And to a point that games that were even interdivision games that you had in September, you couldn't even get hyped up to, for that because the game wasn't the game still didn't matter for the other team. The AL East was locked up months ago. The, the wild card slots were locked up at least like two weeks before the end of the season. Right. So, yeah, those last two weeks was crap baseball. But you had nothing to play for. No, the, the best thing about for that was to see Austin Hayes take center field to see how what's his range like, what can he right. play. To watch uh, Santana, Chancisco, to, these to, young guys To play. let Castro start a game to see how he handled that. To let yeah. you know I got, got one because you, you, you want to know what he has. Yeah. <laughs> and by, and by the way, shout out to the intern who gave me a little solo cam in my little rant I just did there. That was there. cute. That was cute. Yeah, he gave me a solo cam. Exclusive for the Facebook yeah. Live viewers. Yeah, I appreciate that. You got to check us live on Facebook every Monday night so you can see the solo cam when they just shoot to me. I appreciate that. 
Uh, yeah, bad. bad. It, it's just a, it's an ugly way to end. But again, I don't care. Right. It's hey, you're in did, or you're out. We it's didn't make the playoffs. Right. Yeah, we didn't make the playoffs. That's it's, all that matters. It's disappointing that you didn't make the playoffs. It's disappointing that you were in last place. But it, once you didn't make the playoffs, this year doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's all right. Let's get ready for next year. Yeah. I was uh, I was telling you guys pre-show. Uh, we had a little teaser on Facebook Live, but I was feeling that this 2017 season was so reminiscent to 12 years ago in 2005. And I pulled up the numbers because the Orioles had an amazing April. This past April, they went 15 and eight, and that was the best record in baseball this year in the month of April. And I even said I, I wish I could pull those clips. I'll. I didn't get around to it. But the first show we did in May of this year, we've talked about it. The Orioles, the Orioles had a great April. It is the best April the Orioles had had since 2005 when they started 16-7, and seven, which is actually one game better than they had this April in 2005. And I said at the time, guess how they finished in 2005 after having the best April of their, uh, you know, in years. They finished the season 74-88. and 88. This year... They finished 75 and 87, exactly one game better than they did in 2005. The only difference is in 2005, they came in fourth place. This year, they came in fifth place. Yeah. What, 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 the, the record again after after the hot start? After, I mean, I'd, I'd, oh, I, I'd I have to do the math. I but, have the numbers right here. Okay, go ahead. Because um, Mark Viviano, he tweeted this out earlier. So the O started Friend of the show. season. No, he's not. He's been on the show, right? I, no, I don't think so. No, we had uh, the Jerry Sandusky. Barn. Yeah. I always get them confused too. Didn't Mark Viviano write a book and we had him on here? Did he write the book with his baddest dad? No, that was Jerry Sandusky. That was Jerry Sandusky. I get those guys mixed up. Yeah, I do too. Anyway, sorry, man. Uh, the O started, uh, Mark Viviano tweeted out, not for the Friend show. Friend of the show. He was on the show? No. Oh. No. O started 2017 season 22 and 10, best in the major leagues. Yeah. And from there went 53 and 77, fourth worst in the MLB. That's such garbage. What happened? Why can't they extend they, that? Why can't they make that last for a whole season? Yeah. What did happen? I don't know. Did they have easy opponents in April? Did the other teams get their act together while the Orioles stayed the same or let you know let things go? I don't know. I mean, I think the starting pitching was good. It is a long season. At the beginning. And we all said at the beginning, the way we're pitching is not sustainable. It's not going to last, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know. It. I mean, you know, the teams, they're, they're – Teams are few and far between that can have a starting rotation that can be good for an entire season. Nobody's that good. Right. But when you can show that you can be that good for a span of 30-plus days, then what's the problem? Then why can't you extend that to at least be half as good as that right. the rest of the season? When you can't even be half that good they the rest of the good year? good to terrible, yeah. yeah. What's wrong with that, man? I don't know. But, I mean, we, the, we, we talk about this in, in the past. There's a lot of blame to go around. Um, you can blame a lot of a lot of people. You know who also had a bad year? You know what just he had a bad year. Ew. Chris Davis, Mark Trumbo. Oh, we talked about Tillman, Trumbo, Davis, mm-hmm. any pitchers who bought They're up. they're all off when they're the reason we're not in the playoffs. But you know who also had a bad season? Is Manny Machado. Well yeah. yeah he, he had did. a bad season. He had a good so he had good August. Yeah, he was, bad he was bad in September again. Yeah. Bad to start, bad to end. Yeah, he had a terrible start. He was hitting close to two hundred yeah. most of the first half. I mean, he ends the he ends the year with a batting average of two fifty nine and a on base of three ten. That's that's the worst he's been uh 
this is his worst year. He was better when he was. He was better in thirteen, better in fourteen, better in fifteen, better in sixteen. This was his worst year since he'd been a major. But league. then every time what? he hits a home run or makes a dramatic play at third base, everyone tweets, "Give him all the money, sign him." Yeah, but uh, this year he, which begs the question, do you give a guy all the money coming off a bad year? Now a bad year for Manny well, is still a good, a decent still, year. True, and, and that's and the question is, what do you blame? How how can you reconcile this bad year that Manny had? What we don't believe that this is normal for Manny. So the question is, what can we take from a bad year? Do we need to worry? Dan Duquette said this week that the o- Orioles are considering making a long term offer. Why I, I have no clue why you would consider you either do it or you don't. Well, here unless I'll what you're you considering what. about is is he was really bad this season. Yeah. Well, here, here's what you got to do, and and I, I'm, I'm shocked that Oriole fans don't do this already. Is you don't listen to what Dan Duquette says. Dan Duquette lies. Dan Duquette he throws out uh, misinformation. He talks around things. Dan Duquette does not tell you what he's going to do. He never has. Yeah, I don't never will. So don't listen to anything he says. I can't. Yeah, not. I don't think many GMs in any organization tell the fans or tell the media what they're doing. What they're doing. Yeah. No. And he's not. He's not good. He's not. I mean, I think Daniel Katz is fine in his job. Holy wow! What a gloomy place this is. Yeah. Welcome to Section Three Three Six, Dan. But he's not good at articulating the vision of the Orioles. He's not good at getting behind a mic and expressing exactly what fans want to hear. That's not his strong suit. He's good at making deals. He's good at finding uh, unused talent. Ta- 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 he's good at some things, but he's not good behind the mic. And so don't <laughs> – yeah, just enjoy his laugh and don't take what he says too 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 seriously. And, you know, I was looking – if you look back on – everyone freaks out anytime Daniel Cat has to make a move, a trade or something else. He always makes decent signings and decent trades. Right. Like, even the trades where we look back on and say, oh, that probably wasn't a good deal – he always got what the market, you know, market value on his deals. I mean, he somehow was able to trade guys like Giovanni Gallardo. I don't know how every manager could trade that. <laughs> and those other players, even the trades didn't work out. Right. He, it was, at the time, everyone agreed across baseball, okay, that's a, that's a fair move. No, even, even if you look at the trade deadline, he traded a, a minor league guy who wasn't really developing for the Orioles for a shortstop that we can have for a few years. For Beckham, he traded a, a a bench sitter who Buck didn't like and would never put in the game for a pitcher who could at least fill in some innings so we could save Bundy's arm for next year. Right, and this was the, when everyone on Twitter thought he was going to trade away Chance Cisco and Austin Hayes and Tanner Scott, but no, he made decent moves like he always does. Right, you can easily say those were both soft moves preparing for the future. Yeah, and yeah, and he, I, I don't I mean we're not going to crown him as GM of the year, obviously. But the cause to have him fired is I really don't I don't I don't I don't buy I don't think it makes sense at this point to fire Dan Duquette. What about the argument that you either extend or fire a GM going into his last year? I don't buy that because argument you don't either. want him focused on this year. I don't buy that argument either. We got a uh, interesting comment from Joy in the chat room that she says we need to pay Manny. We need to keep players that we enjoy watching. Even bad Manny is fun to watch. Yeah, and that's the Cal Ripken Jr. argument yeah. that. Years of the Orioles suck, and we still enjoyed to go watch Cal play. If they get rid of Manny, and the Orioles suck, what point is there even to watch? Yeah, no, I'm with I'm with Joy on this I one. Agree. I made I mean Manny had a bad year, but that's I mean, why. Who are we he, kidding? If no, they keep Manny keep and the Manny. Orioles still suck, 
at least Manny's fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's why yeah. when you Keep really Manny. look into this offseason, the biggest thing is make a move for Manny. Yeah. Even if you can't if you can't get the pitching, at least make a move for Manny. Whatever excuse you give me for the pitching market this offseason, I can understand that. I can listen. If you let Manny walk, I don't understand what you're doing as an organization. Yeah, if you if you, if you resign Manny, I love Daniel Cat for for life. I don't care whatever <laughs> he can do whatever else he wants here. Just resign Manny, we're good. You can buy that hundred and twenty dollar Under Armour jersey in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna move on from the Orioles. Um, um, but we wanted to to kind of officially put the team to bed. You sure you didn't uh, want to you didn't want to gloat a little bit before? Uh... Oh yeah, I do have one. Oh boy, I was going back to pod two ten where we um, predicted did our bold predictions, and I just pulled up a bold prediction I threw out there at the beginning of the season. Now let me uh, toot toot my own horn right here for a second. I think that Manny Machado will be All Star Game winner. Is that your prediction? All Star Game winner. Oh, uh, whatever. Best guy of the year. Best guy That's of the year. Is yeah. that yeah. a thing? Here, you want your real prediction? Yeah, yeah. I, you get a prediction with the warehouse. He's friend of the show uh, now. No. Trayman Mancini will hit over 20 dongs. That's a lot of playing time. That's hashtag that's like, old prediction. I mean, even with Mancini's pace, that's like 22 games he has to play. He needs – He needs, huh? Yeah. 22 games? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he does it like last season. I, think, I figure he just needs to play in 22 games to hit 20 right, rounds. Exactly. So as long yeah. as that happens. No, but I mean, that's uh No, he'll need to play in like 100 games. He'll need at yeah. least 100 games. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one of the bright pictures of this past season, and, and you guys can hear on that clip right there, that I nailed it. You did. Because um, at the beginning of the season, we, we forget this. People forget. We did. Manny Machado, was, I mean, uh, Trey Mancini was a bench guy. To play against lefties sporadically, if, bench guy. If he was going to make the team at all. I think you're the only one of us three that thought he was going to make the team, right? Yeah. Well, at that point, that was like the day before opening day. Okay. So, so the day, day we before knew. we knew he was on the team, we yeah. just, just – you know what it was? I think I, I think we talked about the fact that he's the guy just taking up the extra slot until Chris Tillman's ready. Because remember, we started yeah. with with the one less guy in the rotation. Yeah. Extra outfielder. And we thought, we thought they'd send Mancini down after a but week. But he kept on hitting. And you he ended up playing down. 147 games. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And he – Played the outfield. Yeah. And played it average. Okay. Yeah. 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 Better than Mark Trumbo plays outfield. All right. You, we want to put this team to bed. We want to, to, to officially bury the 2017 Orioles. Are we putting on, like, the lullaby music? Yeah. Josh, did, did you want to say a few words first? Uh, Sure. I can go with the uh, – I didn't prepare anything because I, I don't think I would prepare anything at a funeral. I'd want to uh, just go and see what memories come back. Oh, I would prepare some remarks. That's or else I'll you get see. emotional. Yeah, get you emotional. Have I don't want down. you to have a breakdown like, on radio. Nah, <laughs> see, I like to go up to the casket, look into the casket. Touch the body. Maybe, maybe. We're uh, talking about maybe, a baseball team, right? Maybe a little kiss. <laughs> um, and then go back to my seat. It and, just and, got weird. And, and go, go back to section 336. <laughs> sit down. Or 334. And, and and reflect on the year. And when I think back, I think of all the joy that we had going into opening day and the fun of that first month of April where it seemed like all of those stupid projections were wrong once again. And then I saw some of the ugliest good baseball. Month. Good month. Then I saw some of the ugliest baseball that I've seen in since the since the dark ages. Yeah. And it was I, very reminiscent and of the dark ages. I'm really hope that we can put this season to bed and this does not intro the dark seasons part two but there's joy 
that there's joy that next year you guys weren't yeah, that's speaking. right joy is in the chat room <laughs> there's 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 always joy that the, that the, the team this year's team is dead but that we've got hope for next year with little things like mancini and austin hayes and gosman and bundy so there's hope but it's it's a it's a strong goodbye to this season i hope we never see a losing season like this again for a while Touching remarks, Joshua. It was Thank nice. You. That was nice. Thank you. I also prepared a few remarks. Okay. Actually, I should say I also prepared. I prepared <laughs> I, I'm a few remarks. All right, well, see if you can Hold on. Since, since you actually prepared something, yeah. I didn't. So let me just wing for a minute, and yeah. then you can go okay. with your prepared okay, comments. Okay, go ahead. I this made it. It's a eulogy for the Orioles. Share your thoughts for the 2017 right, Orioles. Walk on up to the casket. Walk to the casket. And what do you want to say to the 2017 Orioles? I've been to many funerals in my life. Um, and I believe I've only gotten up to speak at one, and I, I've decided I'm going to start doing that more often okay. at real life funerals that I go to. Okay. Because I feel bad when you go to a funeral but and like only two people get up to talk, and then well, that's it, drop them in the ground and call it a day. The problem is when people die, you come into the studio with such joy. Me? Yeah, you're always the guy that needs to bring death into the podcast. I do love death. You're, you're no, just <laughs> you're just up to date on on what's going on. Okay. Anyway, uh, when, when you get up at a funeral, you'd like to think about the good times. Sure. I like to think about how how much fun that month of April was when we had the best <laughs> record in baseball, That's and when month. we we good pull month. we show up here at section three three six for the first episode in May, <laughs> and we got twenty nine games in the month of May, and I make a prediction that we are going to go nineteen and ten oh, in the month time. of May, and I felt so good and felt so confident making that decision that prediction, and it didn't pan out. But you know what? There were some good times. The emergence of Jonathan Scope as being a superstar, although he was the only lone representative of the Orioles in the All-Star game this year. It was wonderful seeing John Scope. Not He's not Johnny Little Jonathan. He's John. He's a man now. He's a leader of this ball club. <laughs> That's right. I like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got to take away from that. And, uh, and Dylan Bundy becoming the ace of a fifth-place baseball team. <laughs> It's it's better it's better than what we had before as far as uh, an ace when we scroll Chris Tillman the ace it gives you hope for the future. It's a guy who you think actually maybe he could be a real a ace. guy who cares. If if the 2017 Orioles were laying in a casket, I would touch their hand <laughs> and say I'll see you next year, bud. Okay. Until then, I'm out for football season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, I. I also prepared some marks. This is good. This is we're all getting closure, and I hope this is a <laughs> cathartic ex- the cathar- and a cathartic experience <laughs> for the listeners that they can have some closure too through uh, our, our eulogies. Um, I prepared a few more marks. I get my tissues. Friends, family, <laughs> other Oriole fans, listeners who are just here for Bert's zaniness. Yeah. We thank you for joining us as we say goodbye to the 2017 Orioles. We came here today to grieve the Orioles. We don't celebrate a season well played. We don't honor the players for their performances. We grieve for a team that could have been. Sure, there were some good moments. Mancini's great rookie year, Scope's MVO performance, Machado's walk-offs, Bundy's arm not falling off. Mm-hmm. Sure, they were, those were good moments. But ultimately, we grieve. We grieve a starting pitching staff that was led to its doom by its veteran ace. We grieve a starter who was unable to take the next step in his career again. We grieve a closer who, because of injury and incompetence, wasn't traded for a hall of prospects. We grieve an offense who showed flashes of life and ultimately 
but ultimately was just not strong enough, not good enough. And so the Orioles are now no longer with us. And the 2017 Orioles, so full of potential, were taken from us much too soon. And that's a true tragedy. But here at the end of the 2017 Orioles, let's name its destroyer. For maybe by naming it, we can begin to deal with and work through it together. You see, the Orioles were addicted. They were addicted and fell victim to THC and CTE. THC, boys and girls, also known as Trumbo hitting crappily. (laughs) Crappily? Plagued the 2017 Orioles throughout its season. I know some of you all don't think that THC is addictive. And you may be right, but tell me why the 2017 Orioles had opportunities to walk away from Trumbo hitting crappily, THC, but time and time again went back for more. The Orioles just needed that, just another THC hit. Ironically, for all those times the fiend Orioles went back to get that THC hit, in the end, there just wasn't enough hits to go around. And maybe the Orioles could have overcome their THC addiction if it wasn't for CTE. CTE, which of course stands for Chris Tillman ERA. (laughs) Unfortunately, the Orioles' CTE had ballooned out of control. And that combined with THC left the Orioles with very little hope. So here's to remembering and trying to forget the 2000s. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Valentine's Day is almost here, and we can help with everything from a romantic dinner to floral bouquets, chocolate-dipped strawberries, and so much more. Happy Valentine's Day.